I find it disconcerting. There will be an appropriate time and a place to review policy. What does this rapporteur even do? The liberals and conservatives want to play a political game and score points. I think it's pretty self-explanatory. You're actually sharing half of the story. Lies, 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 yeah. Good morning to our friend, Mr. Tom Korski, managing editor of Blacklock's Reporter. How you doing, Tom? Quiet up on the hill? It is. Thank you, Alex. (laughs) There you go. The brumble weeds are tumbling through, and yet you still get the goods. I love this. So you got a whole bunch of stuff. Michael Warniak, remember that guy? That someone's going to get killed. He was the... uh, Chief Clerk of the Federal Public Service, and um, he, of course, was very much involved with that whole SNC-Lavalin scandal. Uh, He's got a nice little uh, liberal job. Uh, He's working with, I guess, some think tank with Mark Carney. Um, So, yeah, it's all in the family. Canada 2020 was in the family. The uh, Public Service of Canada, Federal Public Service, has this mantra, which they say, I've, I've heard this... I can't count the number of times that they are fearless, independent, and nonpartisan. I can't think off the top of my head of any one person who demonstrated that those three things are simply untrue, as Michael Wernick did. In the case of SNC-Lavalin, he famously hectored then mm-hmm. Attorney General Wilson Raybould to quash a prosecution of SNC-Lavalin, was unsuccessful. The company went on to plead out guilty and was fined $280 million for fraud in Quebec Provincial Court. It was pretty sleazy, you recall. Wernick went on. He abruptly resigned. Um, They said he retired. Well, that was one way of putting it. He retired in a hurry. (laughs) Went on to um, write a a really rather uh, bitter memoirs uh, in which he lamented the media and the opposition. Everyone's got it wrong except Mike Wernick. And here he is now. He's on the advisory board of Canada 2020 Liberal-affiliated think tank chaired by the former governor of the Bank of Canada. He's welcome to it. I wonder what it's like. Like, Have you ever wondered what it feels like to fail upwards? You know... It'd be so nice. I like, just once I'd like to know, what does it feel like to fail upwards? <laughs> here's a guy, and, and they do pat him. There's, he was handsomely paid, almost $400,000 a year. The fellow who succeeded him wound up uh, getting an appointment to the Senate. One of his predecessors went to work for a Quebec engineering company. Can you guess the name of it? It was SNC-Lavalin. These people fashion themselves, since they are at the very top of the public service, the number is almost 300,000, that they have extraordinary executive skills. And in Wernick's case, that was so often not demonstrated. As you mentioned, he famously testified at the Commons Justice Committee that every time he saw someone with an anti-Trudeau sign that said Trudeau's a traitor, he said, you know, I fear for assassination. There's going to be someone shot in this country. He beat that drum for years. He was a real piece of work. Um, And like I say, Wernick did more than any... (laughs) single person who is not a public office holder that I can think of to really discredit the federal public service. He did a great job. I don't I, I don't a few others give him a good running. Jody Thomas might be up there, but uh, we'll we'll let him keep the reins for now. Uh, a, couple, a couple of um, other headlines also, uh, and I don't even know where to start because there's a whole bunch of good ones. A senator, you know, we talked about him last week threatening to sue the Canadian media over our uh, ch- coverage of China. 
and, and ended up taking a whole bunch of uh, state-sponsored trips to China. And um, uh, Senator Victor, oh, he's done well. Like, it's just great. You just, all expenses paid. He's sitting in our Senate. He's crapping all over Canadians. And meanwhile, he's taking all these trips to visit his uh, communist friends. I, I, unbelievable. Senator Victor, oh, Mississauga developer, appointed by uh, Harper in the day uh, 10 years ago, taking, uh, according to Senate filings, a half dozen junkets to China. They call these cultural exchanges or <laughs> trade missions. Anyway, oh, there's okay. nothing yeah. wrong with going to China. If you want to go to China, you know, uh, uh, travel to your heart's content. But the Communist Party <laughs> paid for the trips. Six yeah. trips as a VIP guest of state agencies or Chinese uh, Communist Party provincial authorities in Jilin and Hainan. He went for, uh, as the guest of a couple of state-run airlines. Are you kidding me? But he did. And, and we said, well, surely is this as peculiar as it sounds? And it is. You can't find another MP or senator who took as many junkets as a guest, a paid guest of the Communist Party of China. You know the Not last even John MP? McCallum. Uh, 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 even McCallum. You know the last MP to visit uh, China was Kenny Chu. Stevenson, mm. Richmond, B.C., and, and he went to Hong Kong in 2019. Why? As an election monitor sponsored by a pro-democracy group. And then you've mm -hmm. got this fool, forgive my language, Victor O, oh, as a guest of, you know, Sichuan Airlines on a cultural exchange. Man, oh, don't get me started. Oh, I know. It's, uh, but again, no one cares at this point, Tom. I mean, uh, you got uh, Trudeau out handing out money on the barbecue tour. It's like, I don't, I don't even know what's going on with this inquiry. Like, wh what are they doing? Are they still seized by it? That's up to MPs. So you and I have said yeah. that. A MPs could run this in 20 minutes if they wanted to. And they don't want to. And we know why. But this, you're now into this sort of bizarre standoff where the Prime Minister is not interested, David Johnson is discredited, and the NDP wants to talk about something else. Mm -hmm. It was their motion to have a public inquiry. They could have forced this three months ago. And I guess we're just going to sort of uh, as, as comment has been made, the Prime Minister is going to rag the puck, and I guess New Democrat leader Singh didn't really mean it. And that's where we stand. And I guess we're going to go into another federal election. It's inexplicable to me, but that's where we are. Yeah, it's amazing. And then everyone will wonder, why are people so distrustful of our elections? We told you to trust us. And it's like, uh, yeah, you know, it's crazy to me as well. Meanwhile, why is the Privy Council? So they did this secret behavioral science research and have uh, hidden the findings, which they're breaching Parliament. This started just after the pandemic started. So again, here we are with like something done in secret that Canadians are going to, why the hell are they doing that? But what are they doing and what are they hiding? Why would there be a behavioral research unit uh, mm. in the Privy Council period? Why yeah. would you do that? You couldn't even run a passport office. Never mind <laughs> the high house. You know, seriously. They, they couldn't even meet core functions, but they have behavioral scientists on the payroll, and they're con con commissioning these very costly research papers. And we found they, ha they have not tabled this 
as you're mandated to by an act of parliament in a timely fashion or a tall. Since our story was published, they said, no, no, oh, no, no, heavens, no. Yet we've now deposited all those as we were supposed to. What's the cost of this? With who, the United it, Front? It's research. Yeah, well, there you have it, right? I don't know. I, maybe Victor O's in charge. I, I have no idea. But, <laughs> but we've said many times, and this is a demonstrable fact, it's not about public safety. It's not about, uh, you know, protecting democracy. It's not about following the science in the pandemic. Everything is political all the time, 100% of the time in this town. That's how it yeah. runs. Well, it can run because there's no accountability. And that's, you know, and then they wonder why people are so, so very distrustful. Uh, but this one, take, I don't know, this one takes the cake for me. We've got a quarter million federal public uh, servants working for home. We, you know, the, pro, the, the taxpayers spent, I think, a uh, couple of hundred million. Oh, no, how much? 36 million, you guys reported, um, buying them computers and all sorts of nifty things. They just got a big raise. They uh, have done pretty well for themselves, and, and they are also eligible for tax credits of four to 500 each. Why? And we're talking 290,000 employees. Like, why? This was, this was a question from a conservative MP by the name of Kelly Block, Carlton Trail, Eagle Creek in Saskatchewan, who asked uh, that if you work from home, you are eligible for a work from home office tax credit. It's usually a portion of cost, and this is for people who are legitimately self-employed. They don't uh, obviously pay rent. They work from their basement. And there's a few million self-employed people in Canada. Well, when the pandemic came along, the Canada Revenue Agency said to simplify it, we're just going to pay out a flat credit, $400, and then it would be turned into $500, MP Block discovered that federal employees who were assigned to work from home could be eligible for these expenses, she asked. How much, what it was the cost to the Treasury, and having 289,000 federal employees work from home and claim the work from home tax credit? Couldn't get a straight answer, but the CRA can confirmed indeed they would have been eligible on their tax return if you do the math it comes to over 200 million dollars yeah and that's on top of all the 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 office equipment that we get and then and then they don't even have productivity level data like they have no idea this is the crazy they don't have any idea how much productivity they're getting out of the public service or who's even doing what at this point it's so crazy that none of this has been you know, um, kind of raised, but, you know, they got their raises. Although, although that's, uh, it's, that's, I'm told, easily resolved in their private sector. Companies that do use software for workers uh, who uh, who telecommute, and that's, uh, you can follow keystrokes, yeah. et cetera. It's probably mm-hmm. a level of surveillance that you wouldn't have if they showed up at the office. Uh, no, the technology does exist, it is true. But first of all, the Treasury Board has to discover how many people are working from home, and they've said <laughs> numerous times, they simply don't know. Rome wasn't yeah. built in a day, Alex. Yeah, it's only been eight years. They can't figure it out. We'll give them another uh, term. It wasn't built in a day. <laughs> no, but maybe they can use the secret behavioral science uh, and do some research and find out. <laughs> if there's a $400 credit, I will claim it. How's that for behavioral research? <laughs> yeah, there you go. And I'll still sit on my couch and do nothing. All right, Tom, uh, you have a terrific Canada Day, you and Holly, and uh, very much appreciate it. Thank you. You also. You also. Thank you, Alex. All righty. That is uh, Tom Korski over at Blacklock's Report, or subscription-based and uh, worth every penny. They are the ones, after all, who 
Let us know that this Canada Day you will be able to take your citizenship oath on a computer.